We're learning the fourth Sikha in Chelik Tezayin of Parsha Shmois on page 29. The shares of the Nishmas, Rabbi Yisif Minyamin, Ben Rabbi Menashe Koltman. In Pasik, Vayemir Aleyem Melech Mitzrayim. The Pasik in this week's Parsha says, Pare Melech Mitzrayim tells Moshe and Aaron, why are Moshe and Aaron disturbing the people from their work? Go to your labors. So Chazal explain specifically what are these two words, go to your labors, mean? When Pare adds these two words, go to your Sivleisechem. On the diak here is a stateless civil seichem. Go to your labors. To ayer meishav aaron's eganar, but go to your own work that you're occupied with. Meaning not nit to myself. He doesn't say that let them go to their work or nitsev loisam their labors from pasig leich nachtem to the avodas perech from al yidden. Which then it would be referring to the hard work and the hard labor of all yidden. So rather, the Torah is dividing this. There's the work, the hard labor of all Yidin, and then there's Sivlei Seichem, your labors, Moshe and Aaron's labors. It's mochach, it's clear, that they were free of working the work that all other Yidin had to. The Shevet of Levi, which Moshe and Aaron come from, were free from all the difficult work that Yidin had to work in Mitzrayim. The Ramban is Mavayer. The Ramban explains this. What's the reason for this? Why is Shevet Levi exempt from all the work? As is minig This is customary in every nation. That there are the wise ones that teach them their laws, and they are the ones that are designated for this and don't have to work. On the Farat Pari is Shevet Levi. So therefore, Pari also recognized this law and separated Shevet Levi and they were from them Shibut, and they were freed. From the work, because they are the wise ones and the elders of the Yidden. saying, "Go to your labor, for the benefit of Yidden." Your work, which consists of learning and teaching the laws or the Torah to the Yidden. So this is the Ramban. So the Rebbe now explains what does this really mean. Does haste, in other words, as Parei at Ketainet to Moshe Aaron. What Parei was really saying to Moshe and Aaron is as follows. It's already enough the fact that you are freed from the work in Mitzrayim. And you yourself have time to learn. Not only that, you're able to even learn and teach Teireh to the Yidin. Why do you also have to mix into regarding the general life and the position and the job that all the Yidin are supposed to work? And disturbing them and not that they shouldn't conduct themselves according to the laws and the requirements in the country. It should be sufficient for you. The fact that you learn and from time to time you can even learn with the Yidin Teireh, that's already more than enough. That's the understanding of what Pari was saying when he said, It's enough that you have your time, your work, referring to learning Teireh. But what, you don't need more than this. Leave the Yidin to follow the law and order in the country. So not to explain this on a deeper level, what this Pasuk really is saying here, so this is based on what it says in the Zayah. 
as chachme mitzrayim, as chachmach mitzrayim, that is, is given yeser mikol oilam. The wisdom, the sciences, and so on, that were in mitzrayim, was more than in any other place in the world. Undutsu is pari alein given a chacham gadol. And to all of this, Pari himself, being the leader of the entire Mitzrayim, was very wise. The Tainu from Pari is given a Tainu of a Satan Art and Seichel And therefore, Pari, his argument was something that has place. And it has place, in, in, if you look at things from the wor- a worldly perspective, Pari was smart and he was saying something which makes sense. And that's as follows. Alpiteva hom Yidin zichnid gekent pafrayim from Golas Mitzrayim. Naturally, the condition Yidin were in, they were there, they were stuck in Mitzrayim, there's no way they can free themselves, they're there to stay. Kemayim Arazal, as it says in the Medrash, as the Hoya Eved, Yachol Evroyach Mitzrayim. No slave had any ability to leave or to run away from Mitzrayim. Nochme. Not only is this so, in reality, them being in Mitzrayim, thus is given Masim, with the Seder and Hagel This is actually also fitting with the way it's intended to be from the Ebishter, from above. The decree for Yidin to be in Golas Mitzrayim was 400 years, and this is still in that time period. And this is the basis of Pare's argument. Why are you looking to change the nature of things? Oh, and also, additionally, the Ebishter's ways. The Ebishter's Gzeda that they're supposed to be here. What does that mean? Gate learning the Shiyurei Go learn your. Shiurim that you learn Taira, and last Yidin finishes with his father's mitzvah, say that Hagas Ayelam, and allow Yidin to live and be in the world and here in Mitzrayim according to what's demanded in the Teva and the way the Ebishu designed it. So seemingly this is a very uh, good argument because this is not only mitzvah the Teva but also mitzvah the Seidara and Hagas the way the Ebishu intended it to be. Zaktun of them. So what's the response to this argument of Pare? Even though seemingly this is a rightful claim, a rightful argument, is this our tiny pare? But don't forget, who's the one that's saying this here? It's pare. If we were to accept his argument, then we would have lost the whole opportunity of being redeemed altogether. Knowing what it says, when Yidin came time for them to be redeemed, they had to leave in a haste. If Yidin would have been held up in Mitzrayim for even one more eye's blink, there would be no possibility for them to be redeemed. They would have been immersed in the impurity of Mitzrayim without the ability to leave. It was only by not listening to Pari's words and to Pari's argument here. It's come in the Gula. This brought the fact that Yidin were redeemed. So what's the answer though? M is yes, it's true. If you're going to think logically, there's room for his argument. Yidin are not bound to any limitations logically or any other orders that there may be in any of the worlds. And the river, so therefore, need cooking the Gavdem was Gzeda Sagolas is given. Yes, the decree for Yidin to be in Golas was for 400 years. Is the Gyulu Gavan a Sachfriya? But nevertheless, ultimately, Yidin were redeemed much before this time. In Anaifim from Dilegalakates, as it says in the Medrash, that the Abishter skipped over the time and redeemed them earlier. 
So therefore the point is, Yidin are not bound by any laws of nature, and not even by the laws of the Abish's decrees itself that is within the Seder HaElemis, that Abba refers to it here. Yidin are above any of these orders. So what can we learn now from this? That Abba goes straight into the lesson, and here gives us a very powerful and relevant lesson from this. The phone is, the lesson is, as a Yid should never think to himself, Ich, I, Baruch Hashem, am learning Taira. I've saved my soul. And even more so, from time to time, I also do give a share of Taira to others. But why should I be so busy thinking about? Why is it so important for me about the behavior of another Yid? Another Yid, whether he's doing mitzvahs or God forbid not. Why should that perturb me? Why should I be so worried about that? Whether another Yid is spending all of his energies for Hashem's sake, or whether he's working and using, utilizing all of his energies for involving it all in physical things, in things that are not connected to Hashem. And the Rebbe here explains what this means. What, what's the negativity about the physicality of the world itself? If you detach it from the godly energy that's in it, it's equivalent to what Chazal described regarding building the two cities of Pisim and Ramses, the cities of Pare. The Chazal explains what are the names Pisim and Ramses. Ramses means Sherisha and Rishon, Misraises. One after one, they would build the cities and it would constantly collapse. And Pisim, Sherisha and Rishon, Pitaim, Baile, that one by one the abyss would swallow it all up. What this really resembles is the fact that Gashmi is detached of, his God, of its godliness, which gives it its energy, has, has no, cannot last. So you see a Yid that's involved in Gashmi and these kind of things, and you know he's investing his mind, his heart, and his energies into things that have absolutely no Kiyam. So why should I care about that, you say? I'm doing what's right, and from time to time I share with others, I give a shared Torah as well. So here, this parasha teaches us, you must know, this is the perspective of Pare with his argument here. When he tells Moshe and Aaron, go be busy with your labors. The fact that you're learning Tere, that's more than enough. Why are you so worried about taking care of the behavior and the lifestyle of all the other Yidin here? This kind of a conduct, this kind of an outlook is not for a Yid. Therefore, Moshe and Aaron, of course, did not accept Pari's argument. Kishem, and the, the example to understand this would be as follows. Kishem vi beis menzet, as es brenta fire chmonelzan na Yiddishen hois. If you see that there's a fire, literally, God forbid, burning in a Yiddish house. Nobody is going to sit down and start discussing whether he should do something. Should, is, 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 does this perturb me? Do I care about this? Should I save someone from a fire? Start making calculations. How can I do something? Why should I get involved in matters that are not me? It's, it's, it's private business. It's his things. Why should I get involved? It's his house. His house is burning and there's people inside there, but it's private, private business. What does that have to do with me? Yet the man, 
Everybody has their lifestyle and the way they live their life, which was all designed and they were brought to this by divine providence. Why should I mix into Hashem's ways when there's a house burning on fire? This is it. It's obvious that this is ludicrous. No one would think this way. When you see such a thing happening, you don't get involved in these kinds of discussions when there's a fire burning. Is this something which fits with this opinion or with this approach or a different approach? You see a fire burning, you immediately instinctively run to save whoever is there. If this is true, when it comes to the life of a person, the physical life in this world, it's how much more so? That paying paying attention and, and having giving the, the, the proper involvement and be interested in the other in the life of another yid, both spiritual life, and together. There's definitely no place to make any calculations. Do whatever is possible immediately and instinctively to save someone from sinking down in the lowest place into into shel tachtes or beishachas into lowest places. So the Rebbe now connects this also with, of course, the obvious obligation of Avas Yisrael, that this is something that's demanded of each one of us, this kind of approach to take interest in another Yid's life because of the proper feeling of Avas Yisrael that we're taught according to the Chassidus and the Balshemtiv. So, the Friedrich Rebbe repeated in the name of the Balshemtiv, as the Chiyof and Avas Yisrael, the obligation, the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael, is not only referring to a yid that you're acquainted with him, you're familiar with him. Now the avad of Zayin Yidin was gefinzich ergets bekatzve table. The love of Avis Yisrael is even for a yid that's found somewhere in the other side of the world. On the Ave and the extent of this love or the intensity of this love, the Zayin should be nitzdam ve'ahavto metagbol, not just to love with a certain limitation up to a point. Nor kamaycha. Kamaycha means without any limitation. Just like one loves himself without any limitations. That's what the Torah means by Kamaycha, comparing it to yourself, that you, the love for your fellow Yid should be unlimited. The Rebbe Atetzelt, Friedrich Rebbe once related, as the Mezritche Maggid that's gewünschen, the Mezritche Maggid wished for himself, as a Levai, wollt er gekusch de Sefer that he wishes that he would have the ability to kiss. He would he would kiss with the same kind of love and, and cherishness that the Balshemtiv had for another yid. And the Friedrich Rebbe added further in the name of the Maggid. If the Balshemtiv, while he was living here in this world, he would know we feel. How much he accomplishes by him bringing Yidin closer and his Avis Yisrael to Yidin, to the extent that he's aware of it now when his Nisham is Lamaila, this would have been on a completely different level. And this was all shared with us as a lesson to us here in this world. 
And the main point here is that this love for your fellow Yid, in what is this expressed? It has to be expressed in this as Kishain Vibayim Alein, just like when it comes to yourself. Kamaycha, you're regarding yourself. Is Dar, you have your involvement, the things that you're occupied with. That you have the opportunity to be in the tent of mitzvis, in the tent of davening and also fulfilling mitzvahs. So if you have that opportunity for yourself, you should have the feeling and the concern that another year should have the same. Nobody should say that this is something that is impossible and I don't have the ability to affect another Yid because Hashem never demands of a Yid more than what he could accomplish. It's absolutely certain. Everything required, everything necessary was provided for a person to accomplish this, to affect another Yid. All you have to know is you can't procrastinate and delay it for another week or a tug or even a day or that I feel like I had a fire or even if I blink's eye like in a situation where a fire is burning you have to jump in immediately to save the souls that are there. It's possible as the herefayin that that one moment is machria will be the tipping point whether we will remain in Golas for another moment or whether will be redeemed to be redeemed with the ultimate redemption. So this is the practical lesson. For all those that have the merit and the opportunity to be sitting and learning Torah all day. This is including the yeshiva students that are intended to be sitting and learning Torah all day. And this is also the lesson for all Yidin that their, their, their life is in the corner of light, in a corner that's illuminated. In other words, they're born in a place and in a community, in a family, that they're raised with the values of Teir and Mitzvahs. So if you see, as by that by someone else, his spiritual condition is not the way it should be. Not enough illuminated. Don't think to yourself that you can just ignore all of this and you can just save your own soul. Especially since all Yidin are considered to be one or are one large unit, one big body. If there's lacking in the fulfillment of Teir Mitzvah by another Yid, felt is by him and by all Yidin. It's lacking by yourself and by all Yidin together as one. The Torah describes Klal Yisrael all together. We all stand together in front of Hashem. And the Torah tells us, From the leaders amongst you, the wood choppers, the water carriers, all stand together. If you line up the soldiers and, and a parade to march in front of the king, is the say that the order is as I from the Pashat Even if one of the simple soldiers puts the knap from he doesn't have his buttons properly polished, the buttons of his of his uh, of the you know, of the that he's wearing, of the mundir, the, uh, the, the the army clothing that he's wearing, is not properly polished, even just one simple soldier. Maint man Montman, that is, so this is something that will be demanded, nitna by dem soldat, from this soldier, why is his button not polished? 
Norm and Man by the Mefaked Rashi. The one that will be demanded, why is this soldier not properly in his uniform? That's the word for Mandir, his uniform. It'll be demanded by his, his general. Why didn't he teach his soldiers to know exactly how you have to be properly prepared with the proper honor in front of a king? So therefore, even the Roshaychem have to realize that what's going on by the simple foot soldier, by a simple Yid, is relevant to you. One has to know, but that when we all stand together in front of Hashem, so it will not be demanded only of those simple yidden, the woodchoppers and the water carriers, regarding their behavior. The main ones that will be demanded regarding the perfection of the Taito Mitzvahs of all of Klal Yisrael will be by the leaders, by the ones that have the power to teach and influence. And they will never be able to excuse themselves just by saying, oh, we were busy, we were busy learning with ourselves, we were busy with our own Torah. When all Yidin, all the Yisrael will conduct themselves as it should be, seeing themselves, each individual seeing themselves as being as part of the one big unit of the whole Klai Yisrael as one. All Yidin zusammen, all Yidin together. From the heads amongst you, the simple Jews, the water carriers, and the woodchoppers. When all Yidin create one unit, one union together. So then we will merit to their last place, the continuation of what we say there in Davening, to fulfill Hashem's will with a full heart, and that means even you yourself. By concluding other Yidin, only then could you fulfill Hashem's will, believe of Shalem. And will merit to see the revelation of the unity of Hashem's name, Hashem Himself and Hashem's name in the world.